Before we start on today's video, we're going to be discussing the NFL playoff picture and how the New Orleans Saints can find themselves playing in the postseason. We're also going to talk about Michael Penix Jr. and whether or not he would be a good fit for the New Orleans Saints. But before we get to that, you see it to my side. I want to give a massive thank you and a massive shout out to all 25,000 plus subscribers we have on the channel. You see it to my side. The job ain't finished. If this is your first time finding one of our videos, I encourage you to join our family. Lock us in for daily coverage, live shows, news, rumors, all sorts of fun content. And if this isn't your first video, what the heck are you doing? Lock us in, subscribe, and become a part of our family. And guys, just for fun, my girlfriend, she makes a lot of jersey swaps. She's a graphic designer. Mikey Taylor during the watch party said he wanted to see Jamar Chase in a Saints uniform. So shout out to Mikey Taylor for the idea. Shout out to my girlfriend Maddie the Batty for making this awesome jersey swap. But it's probably never going to happen. But you can think about it. You can dream about it. It's always cool to see players in other uniforms. So why not? We'll show you guys this Jamar Chase jersey swap. And without further ado, if you like it, like the video. And let's get started. So the New York Times playoff simulator currently has the New Orleans Saints at a 34% chance to make the postseason. And with that, you have an 8% chance to win the wild card. Believe it or not, your wild card hopes aren't dead. You actually have two paths to the playoffs, which is pretty insane to think about. I mean, just a few weeks ago, we're talking about firing Dennis Allen, tanking, blowing up everything up, and just stopping this whole operation and starting over, but... Here we are knocking on the door of the postseason, and we're going to break all of this down, tell you how the Saints can make the postseason. But I wanted to talk about prize picks because prize picks is my, daily, is my favorite daily fantasy sports app. I absolutely love this app. I'm addicted to it. And you can join your this addiction at prizepicks.com slash CLNS. Plug in that promo code CLNS. And producer Chip, before we pop up my projections, guys, I got a massive PP to show you, and it's going to be huge. I'm telling you right now, three... Two, one, PP on the screen. Chris Olave, I'm taking more than 63 and a half receiving yards. Bijan Robinson, I'm thinking the Saints defense, they've been kind of hot. They've been containing the run actually pretty well the past few weeks. They got a lot to prove. So I think that the New Orleans Saints are going to be victorious. I'm taking more on Chris Olave, less on Bijan, and that is my big PP of the day. So guys, if you want to Joe, if you want to show other people your PP, just go to PrizePicks.com/clns, plug in promo code CLNS, and of course we mean Prize Picks. We're not talking about any other crazy apps. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. You just choose more or less based on their projected stats, and voila, you win some money. All this information I've given you is in the comment section description of this video because I love you and because you're my best friends. Shout out to Prize Picks, it's daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, so I'm not going to lie, that was kind of a tough one to get through. I was sitting years trying to crack up, seeing producer Chip crack up. It was tough, but let's get to it. Let's talk about the NFC South standings because, as you can see right now, still the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are on top of the division after the loss that they suffered against New Orleans at home. Tampa was at home. Is that Raymond James Stadium? Uh, the Atlanta Falcons are at number three. Their playoff hopes, they're not gone, but they're kind of gone. Carolina, not even a real football team, so we can just move on. But here's how the NFC playoff picture shakes out right this second. If the playoffs started right now, right this second, this is how things would shake out. 
San Francisco on top. Dallas at the two seed. The three seed is going to be Detroit. The four seed will be Tampa Bay. Five is the Eagles, who are kind of backpedaling right now. I'm not really sure what's going on in Philadelphia. Things are getting weird out there. The Rams, who are absolutely red hot. And the Packers, who locked up Justin Jefferson and helped me win my fantasy football league. No one cares about your fantasy team, Trace. But hey, I want 240 bucks. So, guys, the path to the playoffs, you see the Saints are in the hunt, tied with Seattle at 8-8. Eight and eight. So here's how you can make the postseason. The Saints can beat the Falcons, and the Panthers beat the Bucks. You see it right here. You are the number four seed. You win the NFC South if these two things happen right here. That is all you have to do. And all I'm saying is I wish we would have won a few more games down the or earlier in the season because, good God, it would be nice to just be winning your end right here. But if you are able to go and win the division, you would be taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. And I'm going to keep it real with y'all. Not really scared of Philly. I'm, I'm not. They're not playing good football right now. Their defense is atrocious. Their offense is struggling big time. They're beat the hell up. They have injuries on all sides of the ball. It's just tough sledding for Philadelphia right now. A team that I thought was going to be red hot coming into this season. I picked them to win the Super Bowl at the beginning of the season. But it seems like San Francisco really has this conference in a stranglehold, and it's just going to be who's going to play against San Francisco in the conference championship. I'm not worried about Philadelphia. If the Saints can take uh, can win and make it to the postseason, hey, Superdome's going to be rocking, I'm telling you right now. So here is the playoff path to the wild card. So you have to beat the Falcons, obviously. If the Bears beat the Packers, things get kind of weird. And then if the Cardinals beat the Seahawks, ladies and gentlemen, you're playing postseason football. Just saying. It seems like it's kind of a weird thing you have to have happen. Either two things to win the division or you get three things here and you can make the playoffs. I mean, guys, I've seen crazier things happen. And if you do get in, even crazier things can happen. I just went on about why I'm not scared of Philadelphia. If you are like the seventh seed right now, you're playing against Detroit, who, or it's not Detroit, it's Dallas. Mm, that one scares me a little bit. Detroit, we played them once, played them really tough. If you play a cleaner football game, I think you can beat that team, but Detroit is a very good football team. Not going to take away any of that. It's kind of a weird situation, guys. Crazier things have happened. Crazy things can happen. The postseason is unpredictable, and at the end of the day, that's the goal is get to the postseason. It's get to the Super Bowl, and it's hoist that Lombardi trophy. So, it all starts with the playoffs. So you tell me, Saints fans, will New Orleans make the postseason? Just give me a simple Y for yes or an N for no. Bear in mind, even if you went out, you're not necessarily guaranteed in. So there is some interesting things. There are some things that could happen um, to affect this that are out of the Saints' control. But I do think that the New Orleans Saints have a chance to make the postseason. I think it's a better chance than a lot of people are saying. I think they're riding them off out of the playoffs. It's not going to happen, but... Who knows? Maybe the Bucks can be absolutely spoiled by the Panthers like the Panthers beat us last year in Week 18. So let's talk about the draft order, and let's talk about the reason you probably clicked on this video. Michael Penix Jr. So Tankathon has the New Orleans Saints selecting at number 13 overall right now. My question, could Michael Penix slip out of the top 10? I don't know. But after the performance he had last night, before this, I was going to say maybe. Like maybe he falls out. I he think there's a really very realistic chance he could fall to like 15, 20 late in the first round. 
But after last night's game, I mean, holy shit. Dude, this guy can sling the damn rock. I've been saying Penix is a great arm. He's a great talent for a while. But I didn't know that he had this in him. I mean, an 188.7 passer rating, pretty incredible. Two touchdowns, zone interceptions, 430 yards, 29 to 38. He was slinging the damn rock like his name was Uncle Rico. And good God, he could not miss. It was incredible. And here's the thing. I personally, you saw this edit on the thumbnail. Shout out to my girlfriend, Maddie. Thank you for doing this. I would love Michael Penix to be a New Orleans Saint. And that doesn't mean I don't want... I, before you get in the comment section, because I can already see a bunch of you typing this already. J.D. Daniels, J.D. Daniels, what about J.D. Five? You said you like Daniels. What about the LSU quarterback? He's the hot... No, shut up. Shut up. There's a very realistic possibility Jaden Daniels will not be a New Orleans Saint. He is a very good football player. He could go in the top five for the love of God. The Saints, I don't think, are going to get Jaden Daniels. I would love him. I don't think they're going to get him. But I think Michael Penix is... Great! I think he would be an awesome quarterback to have in the boot. And there's so many things I like about Penix, but here's my top five. He's got a rocket, and not even a rocket, a damn cannon. Whichever one's faster, whichever one's bigger, whichever one slings it down quicker, that's what he has. He has an absolute bazooka for an arm. He has incredible accuracy. The anticipatory throws are there. He seems so well-molded for the NFL. He seems NFL-ready. He seems like he's been sculpted by the NFL gods to go and throw the football. Hot take. If he was a righty, he'd be talked about as like a top three, top five pick. Just saying. He's a lefty, so I'm just saying. There is something about that that, you know, I know a lot of some people don't really like left hand versus right hand. Here's the thing. I'm not a handist. Whoever can throw the ball, whichever one you can throw it with, I don't give a damn. Just give me some touchdowns. Another thing, with the accuracy and the anticipation, this allows him to be able to hit all three levels in the short, the intermediate, and the long ball. He can go in between the hashes. He can go outside of the hashes. He can hit a player anywhere on the field, and that is very, very impressive for a kid that is still in college that is not getting top three quarterback hype. I mean, it's Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jane Daniels. Where the hell is the conversation about Michael Penix? He has been a great leader. He's had great composure. When the lights were bright, he didn't fold. When there was challenges throughout the season, he was able to get creative and win. And the other thing is he spreads the ball out a lot. Yesterday alone, seven different pass catchers for the Washington Huskies. That's really good. That's something you have to do when you're taking on good competitive teams in big competitive moments. So I want you to answer this question real quick before I keep talking about Penix on the New Orleans Saints. Would you draft him in the first round? Just let me know. Just D for draft, P for pass. Would you take him in the first round whatsoever? Just let me know. Be the GM. Sound off in the comment section. Um, so just more on Michael Penix. Look at the numbers that he was able to put up just in the year alone. Every year he has played college football, he's gotten a little bit better. He's shown improvement. He is a guy who is a little bit older. Has some experience. There is some of that there. It's kind of the same argument with the Hendon Hooker thing. Well, of course, he's going to be playing well when he's playing against, against a bunch of 18-year-olds when he's 36 and has two kids and a mortgage. Well, yeah, I get that, but he's a good football player. He can sling the rock, and of course, he isn't as much of a dual-threat ability um, or dual-threat, doesn't have as much dual-threat ability as Jaden Daniels does, but Penix is a very special football player. He is a player that has been written off a handful of times 
just this year alone when the hype is really starting to build around him. But I'm going to tell you this right now. Last night during the Sugar Bowl at Caesars Superdome, Michael Penix made a statement. Here's the thing. Michael Penix did a pretty good job throwing the football at the Superdome already. Down the end zone a few times. Seems like he's pretty comfortable in that stadium. I don't know. Feels like that would be a place I'd want to play if I had some good juju last time I played. But all jokes aside, in all seriousness, Michael Penix made an absolute statement in the Sugar Bowl yesterday. If you ask me, that's one of the best passer performances I've seen in a college quarterback in years. And I understand. There's Joe Burrow. There was Josh Allen. There was Patrick Mahomes. There's Herbert. There's fields there's name a player that's been drafted in the last 10 years in the first round sure but Michael Penix what he did was special it was incredible and it should not go unnoticed and I hope that the Saints took notice because he should be on their draft board in the first round so my plan here's the deal you have to understand you have to know Derek Carr's your QB1 next year walking into practice on day one of OTAs on day one after the draft on day one of practices Derek Carr is your starting quarterback. Doesn't mean he's going to be the starting quarterback at the end of next season, but starting week one, Derek Carr, number four, will lead the Saints offense out onto the field. So here's my thing. I think you still go draft a quarterback in round one, and I think that you say, Derek, this is your job. It's your job to lose. We're just trying to get a better talent. We're trying to get some new, younger talent. Hayner, we draft him a little bit later. He doesn't have the skills that a Penix or a Williams or a whoever this player would be. It does have. But you start Derek Carr, and if and when he starts playing bad, you throw the rookie in, you give the people what they want, and you say, bye-bye, Derek, it didn't work out, but we're going to roll with our rookie guy. So if you can't get a Michael Penix or a Jane Daniels, here's a couple other guys that you could go and get. Caleb Williams, he's going one, he's going one overall. Um, I don't think the Bears are going to draft him. I think they're going to trade that pick away, give it to a team maybe like, I don't know, the Commanders or something. He could be the number one overall pick. I think Drake May is also going to be a top three pick. Shadur Sanders, we still don't know if he's going to enter the draft this year, but he is a name to look out for. For the record, I met Shador in Mexico, and I just think he'd look really good in a black and gold uniform. J.J. McCarthy, he did some really good things yesterday against the Alabama Crimson Tide. I'm just still not huge on him. I like him. I don't love him. Like, if you got him in, like, the fifth round, sure, but I wouldn't really go out of your way to draft a J.J. McCarthy. I don't think he moves the needle that much. I would just completely avoid Bo Nix. Some of y'all really like Bo Nix, but his nickname in college at Auburn was Pick Six Nix for a reason. Um, he stinks. Uh, absolutely not. I do not want Bo Nix anywhere on my team. I want him as far away from the state of Louisiana as possible. And actually, as I'm saying that, I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Atlanta Falcons should go draft Bo Nix because he stinks, and that's a free win every year. Quinn Ewers, dude's a gamer. Dude has incredibly good raw football talent. I want to see him mature a little bit more. I want to see him develop a little bit more. I think that he could be a... Not a project, but he's not as pro-ready as some of the other guys on this list, if you ask me. But I'd rather take Quinn over Bo Nix. I'd rather, honestly, take my dead great-grandmother over Bo Nix. That's just me. Sorry, Bo, but it's going to be a no for me, dog. Anyway, back to school. I need you to grade the college football semifinal championship games. I mean, dude, it felt like this was the first year the committee got it right in a while. Two really good games came down to the last play. I mean, overtime for one. 
a win. That was then a loss. That was then a win for Washington. I mean, it was some crazy stuff that happened last night. So grade the games for me. I'm going to give it a 98. I absolutely enjoyed watching both of those games. It was so much fun. And we got to see some potential future Saints legends play. But let me know in the comment section what you think. And as always, Saints fans, y'all stay golden. We'll see you next time.